This is Crow Inquisitors, an actual play RPG podcast about exonerated criminals doing the dirty work of a corrupt church. I'm Caleb, your host and game master, and you're about to listen to episode 7 of the show. Let's talk a bit more about the Serrano religion. The afterlife as described in the official doctrine of the Church of Serran is likely a familiar one. According to said doctrine, there is a heavenly realm where those faithful who die are brought to be in the presence of the great God and the patron saints. This is also, supposedly, where the patron saints operate from, imposing their influence upon the material world of Saragon. There is as much written about this heavenly realm as there is about heaven in Christian theology, and by that I mean to say not much. It is said to be a place of great wonder and beauty, but little physical description is actually given in the official texts. There is, of course, a place of great horror and ugliness on the opposite end of the spectrum. As stated earlier in a lore dump, the Serrano religion designates the emptiness of the void of space, the darkness between the stars, as the abyss from which chaos and his demons reign. They descend in the night upon the sleeping world and corrupt and twist the world before the light of Saint Atarian and the general heavenly light of the great god illuminates their wicked deeds. Those who oppose the great god, and particularly the Church of Saran and its teachings, are destined to go to the abyss to be tormented for all eternity. Unlike Christian theology, the Serrano religion does not see chaos and his minions destined to be tormented in this place as well, but rather, it is their home base. There is a prophesied great battle between good and evil at the end of time, but the details on the final destiny of chaos and his demons is widely debated. There are many nuances on just who will go to be with God and who will go to the abyss, but the general idea is that those who are faithful to the great God's teachings, given to men through the high priest in the church, will be rewarded, and those who do not will be punished. As we've seen, however, not everyone agrees with the church on the exact nature of morality and righteousness, and that is a theme we'll continue to explore as we continue the game. One last note before we continue. Trevor couldn't make it for the session, so Sergio is largely absent this episode. He returns next time. So, without further ado, let's hear our characters' beliefs, instincts, and traits, and begin the episode. This is Crow Inquisitors. Welcome! It's the Bernie Wheel. Everything is going wrong for our <laughs> four beloved criminals. Connor got a serious wound last time. If your wound is not treated by the end of this confrontation with the mayor right here, then it will progress to traumatic. All right. Someone yeah. needs to help Cantarius. Nah, you guys aren't. Nah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. So uh, let's go ahead and go through just real quick uh, through our, our beliefs, instincts, and stuff so we can get rolling here. I actually want to look at Theo's stuff real quick, though, before we start with probably David, I think we'll start with just because I have a feeling you got some fate last time because you left early. Oh, yeah. So you did work till increasing your faith. So you can you can take fate for that. You did try to protect the abbess. So you can take fate for that. And you did try to protect Maddie. So you can take fate for that. I don't think any of your instincts got you into trouble. Never heed danger got you into trouble a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead and add four fate. Okay, so Dellen, I want to go ahead and start with you. And uh, The gods have minds above ours and are trusted above all others. I will learn of the heretic's beliefs. 
Alphonse will pay for you to do our sister, be useful for now. I'll see that he lives to bring us to Frita's allies. I have been entrusted with the holy task, and I will keep the ruffians assigned to it in line. I will assert myself as the head of the group. Instincts never go unarmed under any circumstances. If I'm to kill a man, I will do it honorably whenever possible, and never leave a word against the holy god unchallenged. Disciplined, faithful, market privileged, tonsured, fearless, and the three cultural traits, which are religious, haughty, and cleverness. Cool. Alphonse, what do you have in store for us this session? Am I allowed to completely change one of the beliefs I have? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay. I'm just as good as Delon, and I'll prove it by using my skills to outshine him. I want to end the papacy, so I will find some way to gain an edge using the heretics. And a uh, rough draft. I'm reevaluating myself because uh, Connor may have killed my daughter. What's the first step that you're going to take to do that? I'm going to do something morally good. You want to like try to redeem yourself a bit. All right, cool. That's a good belief. So you're doing this because you think that was your daughter, or...? I'm thinking that it's possible, and even if she's not, I kind of uh, was the reason we moved to the city. Yeah. Because uh, oh, I cheated. Okay. Yeah. And my instincts yeah. are always entertain myself, alcohol, always get the last word, rabble rouser, drunk, market privilege, unlucky, tell tale teller, <laughs> rapier wit, and the cultural of body, religious, and glamour. Nice. Theo? I have turned my back on Narani and the goal of my wife. I will protect the abbess at all costs. Um, that's the same. Not changing. Uh, I don't like the gods, but I can use them. I will work towards increasing my faith. That's still true. Mm -hmm. I see Maddie as what my daughter could have been. I'll protect her at all costs. Obviously, you're going to have to change that because she's dead. <laughs> yeah. Can I come up with one later? Yep, that's fine. We can just leave a blank for now. Instincts. If someone reminds me of my wife, I'll protect them. The abbess. Uh, mm -hmm. Always judge a book by its cover. Never heed danger. Uh, mark of privilege. Rape your wit. Tasting the lash, life is death, believer, and then glory hound. I use glory hound like in real life. I was like, people were asking me why I was doing something crazy. And I was like, because I'm a glory hound. Then I just like did crazy stuff. I was nice. Like, I'm going. Awesome. It's so accurate to me. It really is. And then you're attractive. I don't know, character traits over there. Which is also true. <laughs> Cantarius, what do you got for belief and instinct and stuff? I was spared for a reason and I'll administer my own justice even to myself. The staff is the key to figuring out what happened to my son. If I break it, maybe the bondage of my son's soul can be broken as well. Mm -hmm. I will always do what's right, no matter what anyone thinks. I'll make sure that there is no needless death. Instinct, if there is a confrontation, I'll make sure the leader decides what's to do. Always inventing something and never harm a child. Ooh, you changed your first instinct there. And my first belief. Yeah, I, I noticed that. But it, yeah, if there's a confrontation, I will make sure the leader decides what to do. That's, that's an interesting deviation on that. That'll be interesting. Rabble rouser, gifted, dreadful, intimidating, blind, religious, foreign blood, haughty, and gluttonous. Nice. Antonius? I want to get my life back, so I'll prove myself by finding the heretic's base. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely certain how to word that because I wasn't here for the last session, but apparently no, we're you. supposed to be going after a larger group of heretics than the group that we found and rooted out here. Um, Is that the main goal? Not exactly. Um, no. So one thing I actually did wonder from you, Antonius, is so so you were knocked out. Or actually, I guess this is a question for the rest of the party. What did you do with Antonius? I know you put him on a horse and like brought him with you, but like I'm assuming that did you threw leave him, him like with the guards, like when you dropped the cultists off at prison? We threw him in a gutter. I mean, last time I remember, he was just kind of slumped over my horse. We went straight for Cantarius, didn't we? God, well, no, you dropped off the cultists first, and then you went straight for Cantarius. Oh, okay. Then I guess we probably would have just dropped him off, probably to oversee the prisoners once he woke up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you prove yourself by finding the heretic's base. So you found 
most if not all of the heretics like it sounds okay. like we found them i think it's just a matter of like figuring out who was working with the heretics um and i think Dellen strongly implied <laughs> has been strongly implying that the mayor is in on it and he wants to take him down so i know yeah that's basically the the, the situation there so essentially i'm looking to find the resolution of the particular scenario we're in but missing all of last session, I don't really know what the solution looks like at this point. Yeah, um, so, um, and, and to be honest, your character wouldn't really either. We can just fill that in, I think, uh, during play with whatever the next goal is once you find it out. Okay. So, oh, wow, I, I, I like your second belief. I'm looking at it right now. Belief number two, I blame Cantarius for Maddie's death and I want him to be punished. Therefore, hey, I will hey. find an excuse to get him into trouble. <laughs> I'm on the floor bleeding. I don't know that. <laughs> well, he's probably going to let you die. Last time you I saw a big flurry of nuns and then I was completely out. <laughs> uh, belief number three, I don't want to be a horrible person, therefore I will rein in the bloodthirsty impulses of the other members of the party. Again, this will take shape depending on, on what, happens. Um, what actually goes down this session. Yeah. I have a feeling you might be a little bit at odds with Dellen, depending on how bloodthirsty he wants to be about all this. Hey guys, Excellent. black and white and all over Josh. Nuns. <laughs> <laughs> That was a pretty good non sequitur. Good job, <laughs> Instincts. If I see something broken, I must fix it. I always believe I'm right, and I always have a knife on me. My character traits. I'm broken in, ambitious, cynical. Yeah, you I'm are. a made man. I have hand-eye coordination, and I am unlucky. Mm-hmm. Can we upgrade that to extremely unlucky? We get two fate points no, for it each no, time. you can't. All right, so um, I think we're, we go ahead and open up on Antonius's eye opening. We have like a this shot that just kind of zooms in on, on Antonius's face and then his eye p- pops open. Antonius, you're in the middle of the prison, not in a cell, but like to the side of like some cot that the guard set aside for you. You can hear a couple muffled voices. Well, musty air, dank dungeon, visible cells, hard cot. Adrenaline's yep. up, and I don't like this situation. Yep. yep. <laughs> You've been in this situation and, way too many times. Yeah, on, on hindsight, maybe leaving him in a prison. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. Yeah, but I mean, since when has this group exercised much foresight? You're not enough. in the wrong side of the bars. Like, yep. You should figure that out pretty quick. Uh, yeah, I would have probably come after you. you so, so yeah, I, th- I think if we're in Antonius's head, he probably, like, right at first, he's like, I know this. Oh no. And then he, like, He's like, no, I'm in a cell. And then he goes up and he's like, oh, okay. Okay, I know this place. Which of the running through in my head, yeah, the couple yeah, prisons yeah. I've been in, a couple of jails <laughs> I've been transferred through, which one is it? Which, yep. you know, how do I escape? Yep. Uh-huh. And then I look around and I realize, oh, wait a second. Stairs are right there. Cells are on the other side of the bars. This is an unusual situation for uh-huh. me. Um, um, yeah, and you see two guards uh, at a table playing some dice. How much in pain am I? I mean, you don't actually have a wound, so you're probably feeling pretty fine. You've sort of been smothered by Dover. Smothered by nuns, by nuns yeah. Probably just have a headache. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask one of the guards what happened. Yeah, he kind of looks over. He's like, oh, uh, the guy's awake. What was your name again? I, I don't really remember. Antonius. Right, right. Antonius. You're the blacksmith, right? Oh, okay, so your leader, what was it? The, the Holy Knight? Yeah, he was telling me, he told me that they went to well okay he first he told me that the blacksmith's family died i don't know what if that means anything I'm to sorry, you what happened the blacksmith's family died i think it was what? the let's see it was the he died too didn't he yeah he did and, and and the blacksmith died yeah and uh let's see it was the um, how? how did the blacksmith die there's a green smoke thing 
I don't know. That uh, he just said green little smoke. Girl, is she alive? Uh, no. Blackness family. I think it included all of the family members. I think so. Yeah, the whole knob family. Are you dead. sure about that? I, I mean, that's what the Holy Knight told me, and I'm not going to question the word of a Where Holy Knight. Um, Where is he? The the Holy Knight. Yes. Um. Yeah. So they went. They they told me that they went after Cantarius because uh he was trying to kill someone or he was doing something bad. I don't know. Like he they they found Gosh. him. They found him in front of the mayor's compound. So they told you if you woke up to go there. I'm just gonna run them. up. I'm just gonna <laughs> run up up the stairs and up and out. I'm done with this guy. All right. Uh, uh, Antonius comes stomping up the stairs and out of the prison. I would assume prison sunk into the ground. Typical. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my bearings in town. Do I know generally where the mayor's complex might be? I mean, you could have asked the guy, the guard. <laughs> Did I think about that? No. Would I have thought about that? No. Do you think about it I'm now? Now, looking around, <laughs> I'm going to look for tall buildings. Um, okay, so you're in like the northern section. I think you come out facing map. south. Yeah. To your right, um, you see this big hill over here. And that's the thing that stands out to you the most. I mean, it's, it's a big hill. There are fancy houses on top. Okay. I would assume, are the guards standing outside or near the prison at all? Yeah, there's, there's like or, one guy. Like um, yeah, there's one guy smoking a pipe who's a guard who's kind of like off to the side against the wall. You're going to ask the guard, which way to the mayor's residence? He doesn't even answer. He just kind of like points towards that, uh, or, that hill. Toward the hill? Yeah. Up on the hill? Yep. So, okay, I think at that point we cut away. And I think we're going to go to Theo real quick. It's, oh, is, he's just sleeping. I was, yeah, but okay. something happened as I wake up, though. Yeah, so I think you wake up in a cold sweat, and the face of your wife is over you, screaming at you silently, so her mouth is agape, a like, with a scream, but there's no sound coming out. Make a seal test yeah, for me. That's kind of freaky. Um, okay. Very nice. Even with your wound, you succeed. So it probably disturbs you, but it, you don't, like, freak out or anything. Once, like, the, the ghost has, like, gotten your attention, she kind of like leans in really close to your face and says, you've messed up. And it's the voice of the goddess. I've told you to kill people because they needed to be killed. Now kill the abbess. And she's still just kind of staring at you, waiting for your reply. Can I ask her why? What's wrong with the abbess? Like, She, and then she kind of like hesitates. Like she doesn't just want to give away information to you. Because, I mean, she's a goddess. That's not what, they're supposed to be cryptic. They're supposed to, you know, that kind of stuff. I think she's mad that I'm, like, I almost, like, am in love with the abbess. Uh-huh. And, like, originally my wife was dead. So it's like, she was like, oh, remember how I told you yep. she tried to seduce me? And I yep. was like, no, I, I'm not in love with you. Uh-huh. And I feel like since, like, my wife was already dead, she's like, oh, this is my chance. And now I'm, like, paying attention to the abbess and she's still alive. So she's, like, mad. That's what, that's what I kind of think. Oh, yeah, that's definitely going through your head right now, I'm sure. So she kind of falters, and I think she just says, I do not need to tell you the reason. You are a mortal. Obey me. Can I know the different gods? Is it, is it like against sure, the rules yeah. to pray to a different god? Mm, no, definitely not. I, I want to know the different gods. I, I don't want to like necessarily go against Narani, but I'm like, I'm, like I don't, I'm not a slave to you anymore. Sure. I'll, t- I'll say yeah. that to her. Like, so you want, do you want to pray to the great god, like in Serrano culture? So you're looking to go over Narani's go head, over head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not yet. Okay, I'm not going to do that okay, yet. Okay, all right. I'm, I just want to say to her, sure. I'm no longer a slave to you. Or like, can I like try to expose her? Like, like be like, I know what you're trying to do. And uh-huh, I'm not going to kill her. Why do you try to do this to me? Try to prevent anything good from happening to me. 
You can't even look past yourself to see the bigger picture. I am giving you a mission. I am giving you a purpose. I am giving you something that will change the fate of history. And you think that I am jealous of an abyss? You, you really think that? And I think the ghost like turns away like flippantly. Wait. And, and then just goes through the wall. Why do you want to kill the abbess? She's a loyal servant to you, to all the gods. Is she? And then you don't hear her voice uh, again. Okay, maybe there's something, but I don't know, but I'm just kind of like mm-hmm. putting it in the back yeah, of my mind. Like, okay. Fine. Oh, man. Oh, man. If that, if Kale <laughs> does that, she's actually really evil or something. And then, yeah, like, I'm like, that would be great. Like, I get really close to her. And then, right before, like, I'm like, I love you. She, like, turns out to be like, I fooled you all. I mean, the okay, last person who killed her mother died, like, five minutes later of natural causes. So she's clearly got some weird stuff going like, on. It's either between her jealousy or there's something that I don't know about. I'm just going to see what happens. So I'm keeping in the back of my mind. Okay. So you just go to sleep at that point or? I, I kind of don't want to go back to sleep now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you maybe just like wander the Abbey? Yeah. Maybe you find the Abbey. Okay. If this was a novel, we would just kind of get that thought from Theo. I need to find the Abbey. And then like we would just kind of cut there. And then you're walking off down the hallway. We cut back over to um, Delon and Alphonse and Katarius and, and Sergio, and they're facing off against the mayor, his guards, and Lyran, the master of the house. He gave you that ultimatum. You're intruding on my property. Leave now, or I will arrest every one of you. Delon laughs. He's like, you tried that already. <laughs> it's like, now that your men know you're a heretic, I don't think it's going to work as well. And then he nods to the guards, and he's like, arrest the two of them. I don't know if those guards were with the group. I mean, I kind of assume that he would send the guards that he's familiar with. The guards that are here right now are the mayor's private guards. Um, yeah. So, but you can totally make dissuasion roll. Absolutely. Like, right, yeah. But yeah, Jared should make that roll. I just want to help. Jared, you do a thing. <laughs> no, no, uh, Dallin, you're the one making the roll. Unless Alphonse wants to take control of the situation and do it instead, this is your show. I mean, come on, I totally I mean, get yeah, any of that. If, if you would, then that's fine. Like, I'm just saying, like, it sounds to me like that is Dellen very specifically making a suasion role to try to say, hey, he's a heretic, arrest him, or you're all going to burn in hell. Well, as long as Steven wants me to, I put in front of him when I take the stage. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I mean, okay. it's kind of what we've done every other time anyways. Sure, that's fine. I, I just want to, yeah, I just want to see it narratively, yeah. so. Yeah. So yeah, David starts to give this big speech, I just like shoulder in front of him. <laughs> I'm like, gods, arrest this man, for he is the, the head of all the heretics within the city. All of the problems that have been caused are his doing. What kind of role is this? I'm assuming you're trying to do a persuasion? Yes. What is in it for these guards? What will they, what well, will they gain? For one, they won't have to deal with our heretics. And they won't have to fight us. And then even if they do, then they won't be murdered later for killing us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sure. So what's the ab kill? Let's make it ab eight. These are his private guards. You've given them actually no reason to believe that he's a heretic. I mean, other than the fact that I'm a holy knight. And yes, was- but in canon, these guys aren't the most religious people in the world. They're they're like mercenaries, basically. Right. So that's well, yeah. I mean, like they might not care that I'm a holy knight, but the church cares, and then they're going to care if the church cares. They're also outnumbering you by a bit, so they're like, we don't want that. Right. What are you talking about? We can just well, kill you all, true. like. I mean, as long as they're okay with murder. Charges. They could just, yeah, but they could kill you all and then just dump you in the in the ocean, like... I fork and bullcrap, falsehood, tall tale. What, what's the tall tale you're telling? I don't really see a tall tale in I mean, 
I said that he's behind everything, well, and he's the head honcho of all oh, okay. I don't know any of this we at all. We also bring up the fact that he just sent soldiers to arrest us, and we explained to them that their immortal souls are in danger and that they caved. Not that there's any proof of that, but it's a thing. It's also not even a tall story. It's true. So I definitely think this is the moment where Sergio kind of speaks up, and he's like, Delin, Alphonse, we do not need to escalate right now. We can leave, and we can come back at a later date when we have more evidence. And that's specifically, like, what Trevor kind of explained that he would do, so. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, can I, uh, fork in Connor's intimidation? No. <laughs> yes, he's so intimidating, lame bleeding. Look at that blind dead man on the floor, isn't that it? <laughs> that proves my point. <laughs> so Sergio is, I mean, he's not helping with his role. Um, I don't think he's necessarily going to stop you from making the role, but... He's definitely inputting that we should leave now. This is no. And if it escalates any further, if you fail this role and then there's going to be violence, Sergio's going to try to stop that as much as he can. Can I fork in my own persuasion and then get another plus two? No. <laughs> That's not how that works at all. Crap. Wow. That's a bad color. You got two sixes, though. You, you can do it. Sixes. You can do it. Oh, oh my goodness. Nice! Go ahead and roll those again, man. Let's see how high this thing is. Wow, do one more. Nice, dude. So we have successes of nine so far. Oh my gosh. Successes of ten. We just turn around and shake both of them until they die. Success of ten. Well, that works. Nice. Eleven successes. The mercenaries look at each other and they're like, they're, they're trying to like weigh the options. And I think like the head guy kind of steps forward and you see like he has like a scar on, on his face and his cheek kind of looks grizzled. And he says, stand down, men. This isn't a fight we can win. Take him into custody. So there's actually a phenomenon called confirmation bias, where once you get an idea into your head, you can start to see evidence for it. Particularly yep. if you agree with the idea. So these guys could come up with all... If they're the mayor's personal guards, they've mm-hmm. seen weird stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think what happens is they arrest him. I don't think they do anything. Because, um, I mean, a bunch of experienced mercenaries are arresting them right now. Like, it's... Yeah. They're, we're they're still there. Do anything. So. Exactly. They're not going to be able to do anything. So they, they're glaring at you guys hardcore, but I don't think they can do anything about it. Um, oh, Alphonse. Um, this is why we keep this kid around. This is why we keep Alphonse around. So I think what happens, though, is the the mercenary guy, uh, the mercenary captain kind of comes up to you, Dylan, and he says, so will we be paid by the church for this? (laughs) He nods. He says, I'm I'm sure they'll you'll find some compensation. He says, if if you uh, would, I'd appreciate it if you could stabilize my friend there. Neither none of us are particularly skilled with field medicine. I imagine you have somebody on your team. I'll discuss your payment with the church. Yes, absolutely. And he kind of like this, he, he kind of does like the, you know, the hands out salute to you. Um, and, and you can tell that it's very rusty, like he probably hasn't done it in a long time, but he's yeah. trying to be like super religious now. So Dylan returns it and heads off to kind of escort the prisoners. To yeah, cool, cool. So I'll have one of the one of the guards make a field dressing roll real quick. Can I pray? Yeah, absolutely. Do open end it uh, or add a dice? So I'm going to just roll to give him another dice. And then if he fails, okay. can I make a five to try and heal him myself? Sure. Yep. Faith? Yep. Okay. This is uh, staunching the bleeding. This isn't the treatment because this guy just has field dressing because he's a mercenary. Uh, so he's going to stabilize him. And then we're going to bring him probably to the doctor to get him actually taken care of. Oh, Why did I roll too many dice? Crap. Because it opens no, automatically. 
Oh, <laughs> okay. I forgot about that. I was like, I definitely only put five. There we go. Uh, yeah. So you will give this guy a dice. You have a severe wound. Okay, it's gonna be off three. He succeeded on the field dressing, so Connor stabilized. He's not gonna die. He's not gonna get any worse. Can I try and heal him entirely now? Sure. Yeah, you can make the faith roll. Definitely. Awesome. That's a five, right? It is a five. Okay. No. Yeah, you failed. Um, roll, but at least I wait. You don't get faith unless you succeed, do you? Yep. Man, forgot about that. Uh-huh. So yeah, um, he, you did not. He does not get miraculously healed. But <laughs> I guess that kind of makes sense. He kind of deserves it. Yeah, he really so does. God's just like, nah. He he needs to, <laughs> he needs he needs to, to suffer a little bit. He had it coming. That's funny. I think we should just take our first break there, and we'll just come back in about five minutes or so and figure out uh, what the aftermath of this whole situation is, and whether or not there are still more dastardly deeds to be done. All right, so stick around. We still got more Bernie Wheel to come. We'll be right back. Magic is pervasive in the world of Saragon, with the presence of users of the Nine Disciplines and those who have a direct connection to the Steward. One thing that is largely absent from the normal magical fare of the world, however, is enchanted items. The practice of enchanting weapons, armor, and other items with magical properties is notably non-existent in our setting, though mythologies typically do have some accounts of these types of items. Suffice it to say, while in the everyday goings-on of Saragon, magic items in their creation do not feature, That is not to say that they do not exist, or could never be created. We may just yet see forms of magic beyond the two we've learned about as we continue with the show. Let's get back to the action on Crow Inquisitors. burning wheel crazy things are happening i think what we kind of open up with is sergio's disgruntled face as he kind of sees the mayor and, and his uh lackey being let off and being arrested and, and sergio doesn't say anything because he's like oh well i mean i guess it ended in bloodshed and we'll figure it out i guess see if he's actually guilty of this but he's still he's, he's looking at you down like should have listened to me <laughs> he just he looks at Sergio and he's like, Justice doesn't bend to the whim of criminals. We don't wait for them on their deck back and call. And he just kind of goes to walk out and he's like, This is how you do justice. If I didn't do my job, you wouldn't have a job. 
And I'm sure Trevor would have something to say there, but yeah, I think at this point, Sergio just kind of leaves it. Um, Yeah, well, I figured he kind of just walked away just so he doesn't have to worry about what he says. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way to win an argument. Just leave. Now, if I got run over by nuns last time, we need to come up with something better for uh, Sergio to get run over by this time. He gets run over by... Man, we don't have anything that's more pitiful than that. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Snails might be. Oh, I guess. I'm pretty sad. Probably holes. Holes, right? Like, more pitiful. (laughs) Okay, where were we, Caleb? (laughs) Uh, I think what we were doing is uh, Antonius um, walks into this whole situation. Delon, like, kind of walked out of the compound. So I think you see him first. Yeah. So I'm going to walk straight up to Delon. I'm going to be like, dude, what happened? Last thing I remember is a whole bunch of nuns suddenly charging at me. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my I head and just, everything went black. I think I was like, oh, that's how that happened. Probably didn't notice what was going on when you got knocked out. It's like, well, unfortunately, the young girl and her parents succumbed to the green smoke, but everyone else made it out all right. Are they Maybe dead? They, yeah, yes, as far as I know. Where's Cantarius? As I was about to say, he kind of took off, came over to the compound here and by the time we got here, he was lying in a pool of his own blood, and we had a bigger problems in the steward over so there. I don't know if the steward's Excellent. still here. <laughs> so no, not quite. The guards are patching him up. <laughs> he gives you kind of a look at saying excellent. Like, <laughs> um, just we're not entirely sure what happened or what he was doing, but we have a feeling it was his fault, whatever went on. Chances are. Well, to say we have the, the mayor and his steward, who turned out to be Turned out to be a mage. He tried to invade my thoughts, but fortunately, my mind is stronger than that. But, anyways, it seems we've more or less uh, gotten the situation under control now. Okay. So, at this point, Cantarius is on the floor. I'm not sure precisely how to react or act to this. I think that I just want to see how this is going to play out. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to walk into the courtyard or not, but I think he puts a hand on your shoulder and he's like, What? I understand that the young girl died, and, and that's a tragedy, but. Y'all seem particularly connected to this. What? What? Who was she? What's going on? Because I was not there when any of this happened. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on at all. Just all flipping so, out about this girl. She is the. She was the daughter of the local blacksmith in town. I made friends with him and was working in his forge. And Cantarius came along and decided he wanted to throw his magical staff in the blast furnace and. Suddenly, we had green smoke, and Maddie collapsed. Wait, wait, wait. The green smoke came from his staff? Yes. Cantarius' staff. Do we yes. have that staff? I know, I know we have it, right? Can I have hold it? no idea where it is. It's where it came originally, but I didn't... It wasn't the cause of death for the parents, just for Maddie. They died from smoke, but it, it was not coming from the staff. It came from the girl. Yeah. Well, it came from I'm her. just trying to put no, no, it yeah, on he, myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> no, um, the smoke came from his staff. That's where the smoke came from. That she inhaled. Yes, yes. He's like he was being right completely foolish and oh. got her killed. Yeah, not the fairy. He says, "I think this might be more dangerous than we think." And he just kind of goes off like he's thinking to himself and goes to Antares to get his staff. Just he's gonna go grab the staff from Cantarius, who I imagine. Okay. Really. Um. About it. There and is no staff. Sergio, and be like, "What? 
There's no staff. Right. Is Cantarius awake at this point? Sure. Let's say he's kind of like groggily awake. Okay. I'm like, where's your staff? You dropped it when you got stabbed. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I don't know. What? Well, I mean, it just disappeared. I, I don't know. I had it, and then what happened to me? Like you got stabbed or something. I mean, you tell me. You, you. <laughs> we came here after you were wounded. How do they not know where my staff is? It literally, like, I had it in my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I, had I it. I fought the guy with it. Yeah. So. It's so it just demon vanished. Yeah, apparently it's not there. And I mean, we were watching the guy. He didn't take it. But I mean, so you guys I, probably I think I hit it. Well, yeah, Dylan probably doesn't think it just magically disappeared, unless that's a thing that happens to magic light <laughs> in the world on a regular basis. It's yeah, a I shard light. He's <laughs> 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 shard stick. Shard staff. He's like so. Your staff just vanished in the fit air. I know the steward didn't take it. I was watching him the whole time while he was stabbing me. <laughs> yeah, so I have no... He knows that you're knocked out, and I assume he would have saw the staff in his hand when he came in, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, and I mean, his clothes aren't big enough or, like, loose enough to hide a staff, in, I assume. Yeah. It's shorter than I'm expecting. So, I mean, I, don't, I guess I don't really have any reason to be like, you're hiding it, because you can't be. Okay. But it's also just like it didn't just vanish. Like what the heck? When you ask me where it is, I don't like like look in my cloak or anything. I'm not like <laughs> checking my person. Have a tell, yeah. He kind of just stands up and goes to Sergio, and he's like, he's like, well, I don't know where the smoke came from. I don't know how much of this conversation we want to have now. It's not here. But. I mean, it's just a simple. Oh, okay. Like now we know. I mean, there's nothing else yeah, you can I mean, like, speculate. It's from, from a staff, but apparently yeah. the staff magically disappeared. So. I don't know if that sheds any light on what's going on. I mean, it wasn't a mirror, so there's that at least. <laughs> but cool beans. All right. Well, in that case, we'll just go probably to Frinta get this show on the road. Okay. Well, let's just kind of like skip forward a bit for you guys. Get the treatment on. Like, so you all go to the doctor and you get treatment. So I'll go ahead and roll, make some rolls for him. All right. So, Dylan, you had a late loan. Yeah. Okay. So Never there you mind. go. Now go ahead and make a health test for me. Uh, two health test. I get over my. So yeah, he's gonna go ahead and make a surgery roll for uh, Connor. Okay, cool. So Damn. you get one advantage nice. dice to your roll, um, and you are making a ob four health test. Can I pray for his? Sure. Yeah. To add a dice. Yeah, well, but that's only a. Can I pray to give myself another dice on my prayer to give him a dice? No. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Nice. Yeah. You best get three sixes. David gave you an extra dice. Oh no. What? Connor. Um, I would spend Artha on this because if the treatment fails, the character heals in the full length of time required, but only recovers half of the dice lost. The remaining dice are permanently subtracted from the appropriate stat. Do you have any persona I don't points? Have Arthur. I don't have any persona. Oh, man. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's not great. Yay. Nice. Yay. Awesome. Woo, that was close. Yay. Um, so this is how long you're going to take to heal in this. Thanks for praying, guys. Oh, this is going to be bad. Three months. Oh, why? Wow. Well, screw that noise. Yeah. I off myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Pathfinder. That's why. It's okay. I'll just make a, f- a five difficulty prayer till it advance my prayer and you get healed. Great. Yeah, there we go. Well, I'm making a hearing test every day so I can hear you. So 
just make sure you do it in a different room. <laughs> we'll do great. <laughs> so in one and a half months, you'll recover one more dice. In three months, you'll recover the last dice. So you have a mini wound, Adam, that you're still healing from. That's going to take five weeks. White shade lightning bolt didn't kill him. <laughs> well, it wasn't supposed to kill him. from lightning bolt. It wasn't supposed to kill him, so. I think we cut over back to Theo, wandering the halls of the Abbey. Um, so you're trying to find the Abbess specifically? You're, you're trying to find where she is? Yeah. I have a feeling that there are some nuns that are probably still awake at this point, so you could probably just ask them where her room is. They guide you to... Uh-huh. I think they tell you where it is, so... Do you want to just, like, knock on the door when you get there, or...? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's no answer. I'm just like, she's in danger. I break down the door. I'm like, oh, sorry. Can I try and look for you guys? Yeah. You know that they were going to take the cultists back to the, the prison, so you could just head there and then start from there if you can't find them. But, I mean, that's where they are, so. <laughs> Can I, like, tell someone, like, I don't, want, I don't want, like, the abbess to leave if she's there, because then, like, if she goes off by herself and, and we are all, like, somewhere else she could get like kidnapped or something i don't know so i'm just gonna like tell the nuns like if she comes out of there tell her not to leave there okay i don't know if she's sleeping or whatever yeah if the abbess wakes up tell her not to go anywhere okay you waltz into the prison and, and you see like cantarius on a cot and like the doctor's like stitching him up and uh cantarius how are you responding to that you being stitched up Screaming. Oh, i mean yeah. i probably freak out because i can't see anything Fair enough. Yeah, don't cage yourself. You'd be screaming. Go ahead and make a steel test for me. Oh. Well. I mean, that's what that attribute is for. Oh, oh. Nice. Oh, because of my wounds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you have a few options. You can uh, stand and drool, but I don't think that's applicable right now. You could scream. You could pass out. I scream. Okay, so you're screaming. As... I, I, actually, I prefer to pass back out. Okay, yeah, I you just kind of pass again. out. Yep. I was going to talk to you. more fun. So, Theo, you walk in as Cantarius, like, screams once and then just passes out. I wake up. I'm like, oh, no. What's going on? Let go of me. And then I just, I just go back to unconsciousness. Okay. And then, yeah. What are the rest of you guys doing? I'd be like, what's his problem? (laughs) Alphonse, Dellen, Antonius, how do you respond to Theo walking in? I'd probably want to talk to Theo. So I'm just like, yo, Theo, we should probably talk because, you know, now that we're not being shot at and chased. I take you take you aside, outside, away from prying ears. Yeah, if Cantarius was still awake, he could have made a roll. <sighs> just <laughs> <dreamed>. like, okay, <laughs> so <laughs> for some advice. Like, hey, you know, how do I talk to this girl? Like I can train you in seduction. Yes. Wait, wait, is that legal, Caleb? That is a me? thing that could happen. The only problem is Alphonse doesn't have the instruction skill though. So anytime he did it, he would have to make an untrained instruction roll. I know, but I'm not uh, <laughs> It's not really your ability to learn, but just his ability to teach. Like we could say narratively that Alphonse is teaching you that, but it's you it would be you, Theo, that's making the role at that point, not Alphonse. Because you just be like practicing. Okay. So are you, do you ask me for advice about the, the lady? Yeah. I'm just like, okay, before we get into that, I, I need to have some answers. Like, what the heck happened? You came here for one. You got struck by lightning. Then you said you were going to kill the abbess. Now you're in love with the abbess. I don't... What the heck is going did on? You, did he ever say it out loud that he was going to kill the abbess? He kind of suspected that. I, he, 
he knew that there was something up and because he knows that I kind of kill people. Right. He, like kind of observed that. Okay. All right. That's fine. Alphonse, it's over. I, I gave I'm breaking up. <laughs> no, 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 not like that. Alphonse, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no longer a prisoner to the Nurani. Wait, I'm what? Who's Nurani? I had to choose between killing the abbess to save my wife or save the abbess and give up my wife. And I chose to give up my wife. And so I no longer am a slave to the goddess of marriage, Nurani. <laughs> See, so, none, Alphonse has absolutely no context for any I'm of what like, you just said. <laughs> what? So what you're saying is there's a god talking to you and telling you to kill people to bring your wife back to life. Alphonse, the reason I was killing people is because the goddess told me to, and if I followed her bidding, then I got my wife back, who died. <laughs> can I roll a perception check or whatever to see to see if I believe him? Yeah, you, okay, yeah, Theo can make a persuasion. Yeah, against your will. That would be, that would be what that is. So you want to go ahead and do that? I'm going to roll faith to open-ended. Right? Okay, yeah, definitely. Yep, so that's op one for you. Yay, okay. Um, mark that routine test, my friend. Okay. Now that's whatever sixes you roll, roll uh, you can automatically roll them again for the persuasion test. Luckily, Alphonse's will is, I believe, is only three. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Alphonse is really good at persuading people, but I think he's kind of good at being persuaded of things as well. Hey, he believes me. Okay. Even with your wounds, nice. He's like, wow, that's really cool. I don't know what. What are you going to say, Alphonse? You believe? I'm me. like, can I talk to her? <laughs> Wait, who? Nirani. The the ghost of your wife appears right in between you two, and she kind of like takes your face, and this is immaterial, so that you can't feel this. But she kind of like takes your face, and then kind of like leans in and like whispers in your ear. Maybe I found a new follower. (laughs) Uh, Wait, to to me or to she does that to me? No, to Theo. No, to Theo. Okay. Somehow, I don't think the patron god of marriage is going (laughs) to get along with Alphonse very well. Well, I mean, we found out that at this point that the god, page- she can, or, or she's a goddess; she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, but and she hasn't been very uh, She hasn't been very marriage-like. She hasn't been making him. She really true. hasn't been. That's true. Anyway, like, well, and half she, of marriage is divorce, anyway. So, Alphonse, <laughs> she appears to me in oh the ghost. Well, wow, not a lie. No, it's not her. So you can't see her. You can talk to Narani, but you can't see her like I can. It's kind of a curse. Oh, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> where, where is she like standing here now or she's standing right in front of you? I'm like, I, I'm going to roll a seduction roll. <laughs> you probably have to roll like a, well, I don't know. I mean, it's like a <laughs> Caleb, I'm seducing a goddess. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, sure. It's going to be really hard. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, if I try yeah. to seduce a goddess, would I get like a modifier because she already likes me or like a less ob? Uh, if you try to seduce the goddess, <laughs> Does she like you anymore? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it would be pretty difficult. Like if I if I don't have a motive for her, then she's like totally against me. But if I feel, I feel like if I tried to like, if you fictionally positioned yourself so that like that would make sense, like if you set yourself up to make that role I mean, with advantage, then yeah, I'm but, not gonna try. I just, I just yeah, uh huh. Um, so I think the ob is gonna be nine, Alphonse. <laughs> Ugh. If I fork in my persuasion, wait, wait, wait can I can I help him? Can I do a faith roll? 
to help him? Sure. I mean, I don't know <laughs> why, why in the world. I don't know why you would narratively. Well, okay. So the faith role would literally be praying to the goddess and like petitioning her on his behalf. Kind of like, hey, he's a pretty. Literally, that's what it would be. Why so, would you do that? Well, okay. So, so I think Theo is like, hey, this goddess has been hitting on me. Maybe I can just like slide her off onto Jared and maybe she'll focus on Jared. Uh, like, uh, I think it's like, like that. And also, like, well, if she doesn't necessarily like me because I like someone else, so she's kind of like mad at me. But if I get her to like, like the group, like someone in the group, then she kind of like favors our group. So if she likes someone, like, and then Alphonse yeah. prays for something good for the group. Uh-huh. She'll kind of be like, okay, I like you, Alphonse, so I'm going to help you out. Okay, so, like, yeah, go make that, go ahead and make that faith roll. Um, so you, you guys just step into the other room. They're yeah. outside. Yeah. Is this an ob one? Yeah. To open-end it? Yeah, an ob one. You, you succeed on that. Can I walk in <laughs> on Alphonse trying to flirt with the thing that I can't see? Absolutely. But we'll we'll make we'll let him make his roll first. But yeah, okay. So I'm like almost like teaching him how to pray. He's like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> and then it'll be really interesting. He's like, hey, hey, no, like use these right words. Like when you're praying to the goddess, she kind of likes it when you uh, say this kind of stuff. And then Alphonse is like praying yeah. and like trying to seduce the goddess. This is so <laughs> funny. It's not gonna work, but it's, it's funny. Alphonse, what is your intent? Uh, right now, I kind of want her to you know yeah. take her focus off of Theo because he's kind of uh, been through a lot. Okay. And I also want to try and do good stuff. Like, oh, well, I mean, kind of like Theo. Well, if he and, has the favor of the gods, it's a good thing, no matter what. I don't know. I, I, think, I feel like it would act like a trait or something. If Alphonse, like, actually legitimately became a devoted follower of Narani, one of the traits that we could vote to put on his character sheet is faithful. And then he would get faith as an attribute, just like you and David have. That is an option. So it start at one. No, I would ask no, you the I same questions. Open. I would ask you the same questions everybody else did. I mean, like, I start open with six, technically, but... Oh. Yeah. Since my persuasion is seven, when I fork it into seduction, I get a plus two, You right? get two modifiers, yep. I don't know why I didn't use this routine thing all the okay. time. Because it adds, so, like, a little... Uh-huh. So I get plus six to my... So I have 12 dice to work with. What? Let's go. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you had six seduction. Persuasion. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so, yeah, okay. those automatically and, uh, open ends, so... Does a persona... What is it? Persona adds one dice, yeah. Is this one, only man. one dice? Yep. One Actually, for one. Why would you one spend dice persona points? Then I get one for Theo's roll, right? No, that open ends. So any sixes that you get will automatically be rerolled. You don't have to spend a fate, basically. But you can still spend a fate to reroll one failed oh, dice. Yeah, to reroll. So that is that is an advantage for you, definitely. After, oh, after okay. this, I want to try like you know how he's teaching me to, to seduce okay, someone. So. I want to like try and like seduce just a random nun that's in there, like like practice, like like oh, so I'm gonna go up and be like, I know it's gonna be hard, <laughs> but if Alphonse like helps me out, like, oh my goodness, I'm not. No, I don't want to try the abbess because if I fail, it's just gonna be embarrassing. Yeah, but you're gonna practice on her friends. So if I practice on someone else, then I'd be like, "Yeah, no, but you need to tra- practice on anybody but her friend." So Alphonse, what do you what do you got for your final final dice? So my my final modifiers are seven because I'm going to use a persona. Oh. Okay. Yeah, uh, thirteen dice. Yep. Nice. Ob is nine. A task deems nearly okay. impossible. I need a new pair of shoes. And it's going to be routine. <laughs> no, but Wait, you automatically re-roll, re-roll sixes, so re-roll two dice. Yes. And you can still reroll another dice for a fate point after this. Nice. Uh, and yeah, those are both successes because uh, well, I succeed. you have a gray shade. So, it's okay. Gray, yeah. 
so he yeah he did he yeah. succeeded yeah okay so alphonse um, <laughs> wait, so he was God? yeah yeah but again like his intent was to get her attention off of theo onto alphonse and to what what was the la- the second part again of it alphonse again I want to do good now. I'm like, oh, okay. I want to help Theo because you know. Okay, so that was the of, that was the whole like intent. The whole intent was to. And no, I also want to okay. uh, possibly use her to get an upper hand on the church. Okay, cool. So yeah, I mean, she's, she's very okay. This, so this benefits both of us. Yeah, he was mad at me because I'm like, I don't want anything to do with Alphonse. Just like this player, so he like seduces her, and now she's like, oh, I kind of like you guys now. Or groups on because Alphonse wants to do good with this, and so it's perfect. So I think what happens um, is the ghost disappears, Theo, and then Alphonse, Theo doesn't see this, but Alphonse sees Narani, not the ghost, what Narani wants herself to look like kind of thing. Like, like, so, and uh, she has long blue hair and uh, oh, like blue lipstick. And uh, yeah, she's really, really pale. And yeah, she's not wearing a whole lot of clothing. Kind of like a goddess. Steel test, right? And it it seems, (laughs) yes, oh, definitely a steel test, but it seems like the fabric, like this cloth that she's wearing, just like this white cloth, is like just flowing around her like water. So go ahead and make a steel test for me. (laughs) Uh, Well. Yeah, so, um, you you have a few options here. Okay, so, yeah, well, you you will walk in on whatever Alphonse's response is to this. Okay. So, um, you have a few options here, Jared. You can fall prone and beg for mercy. You can run screaming, and you can swoon. I'd probably <laughs> swoon. Okay. <laughs> a player may have his character pitch backwards in a swoon. The character is dazed and utterly unaware of his surroundings while in a swoon. Yeah, I probably just like fall back on my button, like stare right up at. Okay. All right. So you see that, Dylan, as you walk out of the. What's your hesitation? Wait, why are you staring at her butt? I <laughs> like <laughs> fall on my button. I know. Jared, what's your I will? Know, my will is three. His hesitation oh, is seven. Seven hesitation. Yeah. Holy crap. So it's a while that you're uh, sitting there. Yeah. So I walk in and I'm just like, I see him like that. And do you look like you've been like messed up or just like you're like, what's the expression on your face? I'm probably just, just like in awe. Okay. So I think Dylan's hand kind of goes slowly to his story. He's like, what's up with him? And he kind of like gives you a kick. You're like, what, what are you doing? It was uh, some bad shellfish. And okay. So as you're saying that, Alphonse, she like reaches down and like caresses your face and you can feel this. <laughs> and she says, are you willing to follow me? Alphonse Tan? I am in need of a new follower. And I, I just look her straight in the eyes. I'm like, for all the days of my life. And then I'm going to roll another seduction roll. <laughs> Wait, no. Well, well, okay. okay. So is the intent different here? Intent like what is your changed. intent? The intent has changed. Oh yeah. You can't just add on to it, but you could, you could, if your intent has changed, if your intent is literally to like seduce her, seduce her, that would be a change of intent. Okay, mm. I'm gonna seduce her, seduce her. All right. <laughs> well, we'll see how this goes. I don't even know what's going on. So you get some kind of bonus for having caught her attention originally. Well, okay. So the ob is gonna be lower. So I think it's a, this is an ob okay. seven. Okay, dude, you're gonna be the father of a demigod. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to fork in persuasion again. So two. Oh, crap. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm just going to spend my other persona. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I'm going to spend my last This is literally one of the most ridiculous things that has ever happened. Who's <laughs> Adam's 
dead wife. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've never seen her as Adam's dead wife. Seven. Oh, yes, well. Ab seven. Well, well, I obviously. Yeah, I just yeah. think it's really funny. No. Oh no. Oh my god. You have two. How is that possible? You rolled five. Wow, that's really bad. Uh, yeah, so Alphonse, you can spend a fate to reroll those two sixes. Okay, well, may as well try. Oh, two more ones. <laughs> nice. He did not get a new pair of shoes. So, so, okay, so what I think happens then, Alphonse, is she kind of like pokes your nose and she says, all in due time. And then she disappears. <laughs> wow, that's sketch. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. I was like, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why does he have that look yeah, You have to be real. That, this has got to be really disturbing to watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, well, we're both watching this. Yeah. He's just looking back between Theo and What is yeah, Dylan? What's going on? What's, he, what's going on? <laughs> I looked down and I'm like, you just ruined my proposal. Jeez. Well, you know <laughs> who he's talking to. <laughs> He just shakes his head and walks away. He's like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Uh, let's go ahead and take our second break. There, after Alphonse has succeeded and failed on his seduction, we'll be back in about five minutes to see what else happens in this crazy game. Stick around. Besides normal advancement through using your skills and learning new skills, there is another way to gain tests in the burning wheel. That is the skill, instruction. Characters may learn from each other in the game using the skill. To teach, the character must have the skill to be taught. The exponent of the skill must be equal to or higher than the students. To begin the process, the instructor must pass an instruction skill test. The obstacle for the instruction test depends on the level of the test the instructor wishes to give the student. One for routine, two for a difficult test and three for a challenging test. There are also various penalties to add to the obstacle depending on the type of skill it is. If the test is failed, then time spent with the instructor merely counts as practice. Practice is another way to get tests that we haven't yet touched in the game. We'll talk about that more towards the end of the season. Instructors can give their students tests for advancement or tests for learning a new skill. The obstacle of the test to be given to the student can't be higher than the instructor's skill in the area. Students don't roll in this process. They accept instruction and either note the test for advancement or note the practice time. The time for each instruction test is days equal to 10 minus the instructor's will plus 10 minus the student's will, plus the obstacle of the test on offer. After the required time, the student earns a test for advancement. 
Instruction eats up all the character's free time. He may not practice other skills during that time. That's enough from the rulebook. Let's get back to the action on Crow Inquisitors. We're back from the burning wheel um, and we're down a member because uh, David had to leave. It's very unfortunate, but that's OK. We're going to interrogate some cultists anyway. So I'm going to test out. Well, I, I think by the time that we uh, get back into uh, the prison, so let's say Theo and Alphonse kind of like go back in um, unless they had anything else that they wanted to talk about. We're going to exchange. I'm going to train him in seduction and he's going to train me in faith. <laughs> it's going to work. Yeah, okay. and we're both going to train yeah, ourselves in... Uh, I'm not very good with talking to the ladies. Training somebody in faith sounds sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you pray. Yeah. Um, faith in and of itself can't um, be learned like a regular skill, but you could say narratively that you've been teaching him how to pray or whatever, and then once the scenario is over, we could vote the trade well, faith a lot down. Like, since I have, like, temple-wise, I mean, I could, like, teach him what we do in the temple or, you know... Yeah, like I mean, that. you could it's teach him temple-wise. This is what you know, like, you know, like almost like teaching someone like theology or something. No, definitely. And, but that would be like doctrine and temple wise yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. The actual like faith attribute oh. has to be gained. So is, trait. is faith convincing a God to do something for you? Basically, or is it yeah. just communing with the God. Well, it's saying, hey, can you do this thing for me? And if you have enough, can I just use persuasion. No, oh. if, if you have enough faith, it succeeds. Can you fork anything no. into faith? No, nope. I can't fork persuasion into faith. No. What about production? No. <laughs> All right. So um, you, you guys walk in. And so Antonius and Cantarius are there. I imagine that Cantarius, like the surgery is over at this point. Um, Cantarius is resting, but he is awake again. And Cantarius, you're in a lot of pain, but you're able to function. I wouldn't recommend getting up, but, uh, you know, you're alive. You're awake. Just like that uh, skillet song. So. The cultists are there, ready for to be interrogated. So if you would like to do that, then now would be the time. I mean, it is late, so if you wanted to rest now and then do it in the morning, that's an option. It's like three in the morning by now. See, so yeah, I imagine I imagine Sergio and um, Adela and I are both asleep at this point. So yeah, do you want to go to sleep then? Yeah. Okay. So you wake up the next morning. The world is your oyster. So, what would you like to do? You have a bunch of prisoners um, in this prison that is now overflowing with people in it. Wait, did he roll for that? The world being his oyster. Shut up, Connie. 
<laughs> so what would you guys like to do? Can I like practice stuff? Can I try uh, like seducing someone? Yeah. Or just like I'll rent on the street. Not mm-hmm. a nun. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, like, can I remember like some stuff Alphonse is telling me like, okay. like try. So you tell Alphonse, hey, I'm going to go try to like seduce this chick in the marketplace or whatever. And uh, he just like gives you a few pointers. So like you could take an advantage dice for that. Okay. I've had being learned. Yeah, you'd add it to being learned. And then, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what the ob is. So who are you trying to seduce? Just some random like ladies who were like, they're like, hey, how's it going? They just, you know. All right. So simple intent of yeah, just getting them to like, everyone? getting them to like blush is or whatever it, and like you. Yeah. Yeah. Like with them. Can I, can I roll a faith roll? Like, hey, God. Can you, oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. So who are you praying to at this point? Are you praying to Narani still, or you just kind of like could just choose a different god to pray to? I'll just read off their portfolios, like what they, they are the god of. So you have sun, agriculture, and expansion. You have architecture. You have wind. You have justice. You have water and marriage. You have war. You have poetry and horses. You have competition. Poetry. Poetry, poetry like, and horses. That not work? Or like kind of like, you know, like, you could. like say some poetry or something like that? Absolutely. You could start to make your faith more about like all of the gods and you pray to a god specifically for a specific thing like that. That's totally a thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, you pray to Polinel, the, the goddess of poetry and horses. Yeah. Okay. So you, that whatever you roll for seduction will automatically be open-ended. So, hey, so I'm going to fail, but make sure you put that one modifier in for Alphonse's uh, tips. Dang it. Wow, yeah. man, that was bad I just, roll. I would think they kind of like look at me weird and just kind of like hurry on away. Like, like kind of like, well, well, I'm wondering what you did wrong though. Like, what did you do wrong to, Hey ladies, that's a nice horse. I like the the tail thingy. Okay, so you just kind of like got flustered and <laughs> yeah, no, just, yeah. Oh, okay. just lost like, it hey, said something stupid. You like horses? I like that like hair thingy the guy on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and so we we cut away and we see Polinel, the goddess you pray to, like just face palming. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Do I still get a try for that or being learned or no? And you get a routine for faith and yes, you get a you get to fill in one of those bubbles for seduction. I only need one more routine oh, faith to, awesome. to go up on. Alphonse just looks at me and just like smiles like he's a young rookie. I think we, we cut to uh Antonius and Cantarius. Um Cantarius, I think you probably stayed overnight in the prison just because they didn't want to really want to move you with your wound. We cut to Antonius um, as he's waking up for the day. So what is Antonius doing? I think at this point I'm upset that my friend has died and that his daughter died and that Cantarius is, is this Cantarius' fault. I'm back at the inn where we yep. have been staying, correct? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to head out to the blacksmith's shop and see if I can finish some of the projects that uh, August had going just to do something, I guess. Okay. Um, mainly yeah. because I'm frustrated that things haven't really been moving and I, nobody's really bothered to explain to me that you caught heretics. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really bothered to explain to me any of this. Mm-hmm. I got a brief explanation that the mayor was in custody, but that seemed to be something Dellen was handling and um, Sergio, who I don't know that I actually met Sergio for very long. Not at for all. very long, no. At this point, as a player, I'm super confused as to how I might proceed because I don't want a metagame. No, definitely. My character mm-hmm. really wouldn't know anything about what definitely. else has been... The, the most reasonable thing I can think is that he would just go and beat out his frustration into a bunch of pieces of steel because uh-huh. that's generally fun. Okay, um, just to keep this a little bit organized, how about we say that 
Sergio is basically said, all right, guys, we're going to meet at like noon and we're going to meet at the prison and we're going to interrogate these cultists and find out like who they are, what they know and like do our mission. So you guys have a little bit of time in the morning before you go do that. So that's what Antonius is doing. Cantarius okay. is just like laying down and resting. Let's cut over to Cantarius. So this is like right before noon. So people haven't gotten here quite yet. All I right. think Sergio's probably in the room. But you're hearing rolls. Making, uh, yeah. Yeah. What are you trying to listen for? I mean, what's going on? Um, you could try to listen. Who's in earshot? You could try to well, listen. All the prisoners. You could try to listen for the cultists to see what they're saying. It's totally a legitimate role. Okay. I think I'll let this be an ob four, probably. I mean, they're trying to like whisper in the very back of the prison. They're, they don't want people to hear what they're talking about. So go ahead and make an ob four for me. And well, I'm not in a jail cell, right? No, you're not in a jail cell. You're in like a plot outside jail cells. Ah, so we're almost in prison. All right, so no mods. All right, that. Mm-hmm. So base ob is four, you said? Yep. Sweet. Even with your wounds, you still got it. Because it open ends automatically. So that's a challenging right. role because you're wound dice. You hear them just kind of like talking about, I mean, there's a lot of talk of just general, like what they're going to do with us, that kind of stuff. But I think you do hear the mayor talking to Liren, his master of the house, the guy who stabbed you. I think you hear okay. them talking about, they say, did they grab it? Yes. Uh, who is still in the prison? Is everybody or is somebody gone? There are some you guards. Know, like- Okay, I uh, contact the guards, tell them to let me, my peeps know. Okay, do you want to just keep listening? The gang know. Well, yeah, but I, I, okay, so I tell them and I, I tell them quietly enough. So yeah, I sure. Listening. Yeah, so they keep talking about, they're like, so when is the ritual happening? Tonight. Ah, and then they kind of, they, they kind of look Wait. over at like the guards and what? you, and then they're like, all right, we shouldn't say anymore. I think what happens as well um, at that point is the doctor comes back just to kind of like check you over, make sure you're doing okay, that kind of stuff. A middle-aged guy who's like balding, he kind of like leans down, you know, just checking you over, looking at your bandages, looking at the stitches, just making sure everything is okay and, and everything is okay on you. But then you notice that he just starts like coughing like spasmically at one point. He just, <coughs> and you just can't stop coughing. Oh, does he have the green staff? You don't know. Thing? I ask him. It's a zombie game. They're all zombies now. It's a, it's a medieval <laughs> zombie game. It's like, whoa. I asked him if he breathed in any smoke recently. After he finishes coughing, he kind of leans down. He's like, oh, oh. <clears throat> um, I mean, all of us breathed in it. <clears throat> but um, I, th- should kill him. I thought we were all fine. I mean, really Connor, should. you're in killing distance. You could very easily just snap this guy's neck right now. I'm just pointing that out. Would I? I'm just saying it's an option. This freaking blind guy just comes up and kills you. He's like, like hey, hey, old man. What? Like, somebody's like, the guy's blind. What the heck? He's gone mad. Yeah. I mean, I'm already in enough trouble as it is, so. You're not going to do it, or you are going to do it? Not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I don't, I don't want any needless death. I don't want okay. anybody else to die. Yep. Why would I? But again... If you're thinking that this guy's going to, like, infect everybody, that's going to prevent needless death. Okay, so I asked him who breathed it in. Like, I want names. The blacksmith and his family, but um, we had, uh, I I believe that Thanos, your friend, um, I think, well, Antonius, uh, the the other blacksmith, your blacksmith, so many blacksmiths, might have breathed it in too, but uh, he was under a a herd of nuns at the moment. Um, All the nuns um, breathed it in. The abbess. I don't think anyone else did. Uh, 
What do you? Okay. I, I'm fi- I'm fine. Is it really though? The Abbas got better, right? Do you know how the blacksmith yeah. died? I assumed it was the the green smoke, or that's what you have. You need to go kill yourself. What? Why would I- you are going to spread the epidemic? Why would literally I do everywhere. that? Everybody's going to die because if you don't, everybody else is going to die. You need to take every single person you think has breathed in the smoke with you. I have no idea what it is, but I mean, we don't. Everybody is going to die. That's a persuasion roll or an ugly truth roll or something like that's. Hey, go kill yourself. Yeah, that's that's ugly truth. <laughs> like that's such a mean thing right. to say. So start learning ugly truth, my friend. <laughs> oh boy! Wow. So the skill ugly truth is the singular ability to strip a situation or argument to its bare naked core. I'm assuming it's will, correct? Oh, no, no, no. Skills perception, actually. Huh. Interesting. That's actually better for you. So I'm trying to think, which one of these do you think this would be? Stating the obvious worst possible outcome? Ugly truth about family? Ugly truth about your friends? Ugly truth about a complex political situation? Or ugly truth about a nuanced or delicate situation? Probably that. Okay, so that's ob 5. Um, so that's going to double to 10. That's great. I mean, go ahead and roll it anyway. Wow. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Wow. Hmm. So he kills me. No, no, no. I think what he does is he's like, you are a madman. What? I'm not going to go kill myself. What kind of a person are you? Oh. And, he, and he just storms off. He's like, I won't be back to check up on you, you monster. And he starts coughing as he leaves. Jeez, Connor, everyone well, just hates you. Yep. So, I mean, we're all going to die, guys. So you need to like, do something. So the rest of you get here. You're all meeting to like interrogate the prisoners and stuff. So do you kind of share this information with everybody, Connor? Yeah, and, and I also tell them that the the prisoners talked about you know the thing. Right. I'm just like, well, one of the prisoners has, is in love with me, and has already uh, agreed to lead me to the, uh, the ceremony. So huh. the do ceremony. Do you have any idea what sort of right? ceremony? No. Or well, the first time you've ever heard of a ceremony. Their encampment. Yeah. Where the ceremony would most likely be held, right? Okay, so we know that there are several heretics missing yet. There are still a few, a few yep. extras left. Yep. Probably our best option is to try to bully locations out of people because we could follow Alphonse's new girlfriend and then try Let's to spring. Bully them first. Let's do persuasion, then bully. Okay. I struggled. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, your persuasion is insane, so I guess I shouldn't worry about the odd. But I think it would work. I think getting the location out of them now would work a lot better than following Alphonse's girlfriend to spring the trap. Yeah. Considering we have two of our good fighters are not here, and mm-hmm. other good fighters out of well, they're That's here. The backup but... plan in case we roll all of the bad rolls. I'm a fighter. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess I haven't um, haven't seen you fight much because you've been too busy praying to gods and getting struck by lightning and being struck by well, lightning. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really been in an option to fight though. I, I tried, you know, that arrow thing—they were shooting arrows at me. I can't, I can't brawl with arrows firing at me. And other than that, that was like the only thing. I wasn't. We haven't been in any fighting situations. So, how many heretics do we have in jail? Like twenty-ish. Oh my gosh, we take them all into separate rooms and I make 20 persuasion rolls. You just make one. <laughs> and then I level up like three times. 
<laughs> no. Yeah, but the, 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 the no. second important question is how many of the heretics are women? Because then Theo could work on some of his skills too. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I think I'm going to white shaded seduction since I have two points of persona into it. And I'm going to need white shaded seduction to, to become the harem god. The <sighs> god of harems. I'm going to persuade all 20 of the heretics in separate rooms. All right, that's still one roll. What is your intent? To get the uh, location. We're, we're going to offer them pardoning, and we will give them a small... See, the thing is, I don't, I'm not sure if Sergio would agree with that. Um, yeah, and he would actually do have that. like a... Have like like authority. Okay, that's a, like, that's a false yeah, no, roll. And it also, I mean, that would be kind of hard for them to believe, so I think it'd be a high ob. Exactly. Like, they all know they're screwed. <laughs> Yeah, I know. They kind of know, like... Except for oh, Frinta. Well, Frinta believes you. Okay, so I say, I'm the good cop. Everyone else coming in, they're not going to use words. They're going to use fists and cutty utensils. And, hey, if you squeal, we'll pardon you and give you a small bounty. So, and by small, I mean quite a lot because the church is rich. Okay, that's a lie. You're lying about how effective it will be. You're lying about ah. pardoning them. You're lying about a bounty? <laughs> ah. All of it is a lie. I only have three false crimes. Yep. And it's going to be hard, too. It's going to be a high op. Okay, Pro- so Probably another course. eight. Okay, crap. Can uh, Theo pray? Yeah, absolutely he can. And Connor can be there, too, and use intimidation. I need a routine base roll anyways. Yes! Um, so, and then it open ends? Two. Well, I mean, I'm, like, bedridden. I mean, you could actually get up at this point, Connor. Oh, I can? Yeah. What's the thing where I get a plus dice for his face? Theo could also roll that one. Um, that is a two, Ob, and he would give you a dice to the roll. You could also roll that oh, again, yeah, Theo. Yeah. Um, and I think you actually just upgraded your faith, Theo. Yeah, wait, hold on. Do I do faith again for that one? For extra dice? Yeah, you could roll faith again and then also try to give him an extra dice. Yeah, your so your faith is now four. Alright, that is a failure. Um, you can spend a fate point to reroll a failed dice. It's automatically open-ended, so. That's nah, not a success. Alright, so he doesn't give you an extra dice, but he does open-end your skill for you, Alphonse. The ob is 8 or 9? Ob is 8. Yeah, you failed. Crap. Um, and now none of the, the prisoners are believing a word you said, and they will not tell you anything. Well, how about me? Uh, you, you could try to do an intimidation um, roll. What's your intent? I want them to make me tell me about the staff. Who are you talking to? The cultist. You're talking to the cultist, but are you talking to anyone in particular? Like the mayor and the master of the house? The people who are actually talking about that thing? How many other cultists are there? 20-ish. Oh, wow. This is a big sell. No, no one in particular. Just in general. Okay. Just all of them. The ob is going to be a nine. What? Because Alphonse has made it a lot harder. Uh, and, and the the problem is, Connor, like you're trying to intimidate them and say, hey, it's going to get worse for you if you don't do this. They all know they're going to be executed for heresy. So, like, how much worse can it get? I describe to them death by staff. And I say, if you do not help me, I will make sure that you all personally die by its hand. OK, sure. Your staff has a hand, too. Dang it. Well, it must be Superman. Ob eight. Then. So, yes. Yeah, so I mean, yep. the, none of the cultists are telling yep. you anything. Um, I think 
at this point, you have completely shut down any interrogation whatsoever, and they will not tell you a single thing. Any rolls from here on out are going to fail no matter what. Wow, good job, Connor. Well, wow. that worked really well. I think I mean, we still always have things. the Trump card. Which is? Why are you bringing the election? The, the lady who's in love with you. <laughs> It's the, it's, the, it's the only thing we have love. Connor and I ruined it. What is Wait, your the lady who's in love with you, Jared? Oh, right. I thought she was dead. No, what? she's still alive. Blacksmith what? Oh, no, no. no. The leader of the cultists. <laughs> At this point, oh. yeah, she's kind of like, what happened to the plan? I thought we were supposed to get out of this, Alphonse. Like, what's happening? We're alone, right? Sure, yeah. I'm like, okay, tonight's the ceremony, so we need to get out by then. Trust me, I have I have a plan coming, but my associates who are all very strong in magic are all here right now, so I'm biding my time until we can we can escape. And okay, she looks at you and says, What ceremony? You don't know about the ceremony? No, I the blind man was talking about some sort of ceremony and staff or something. I have no idea what, what you're talking about. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, Oh, uh, the, the mayor told me that there was a. The mayor's one of you, right? The mayor? No, of course yeah. not. Why do you think we've had to be secret the whole time? Trying to be doing under his nose. Wow, good job, Connor. Hey, I wasn't the one who found him or arrested him. I just attacked him. You guys didn't have to come. This is good. I was fine all on my own. Okay, well, so we should go search the mayor's house because apparently he doesn't want something to be found. I don't know about searching the mayor's house, though. I mean, I don't trust Cantarius anymore. Where are you getting that from, Alphonse? I don't trust myself either, though. Didn't, uh, from what he was listening, yeah. what Cantarius listened to. He said, did they, besides, he said, did they grab it? The ritual is happening yeah. tonight. All we I know mean, is that Cantarius is overly concerned about this magical staff that he has used to poison people and start an epidemic of traveling poison. Antonius, go ahead and make an observation test for me. Graduated? Yeah, graduated. Cool, yeah. Um, okay, so you immediately put it together that the mayor was not talking about like some object that he didn't want people to steal. He was talking about the staff. Did they grab it? He wanted someone to grab the staff, and they did. Now it's gone. And maybe there's some sort of ritual they want to do with staff. And now, the, and you know what the staff can do. Yeah. What do I know about the mayor? Is he the kind of fellow who's going to be meddling in the arcane? Does he kind of have that pale, sickly look that not comes like along a, with messing around with alchemy? Not a sickly look. Kind of- he definitely has a pale look about him. Um, he's a noble. And he, just kind of like talking to the other, like, Delon and stuff like that, you can get the information that, like, he was a, a holy advocate um, in the city for a while. And then he was given this position. And ever since, like, he's tried to, like, make sure that everything's, like, running efficiently. And he's, he's definitely a person, like, for law and stuff like that. And he knows a so, lot about it. So... Holy advocate is kind of like lawyer. Yeah. No. So is this up or down for him to come to this sort of backwater town near an abbey? And um, it's definite. Mayor? Well, okay, it's down in the social hierarchy. Like, um, there are definitely other places he could have gotten that are more of a promotion. But does it look like maybe some higher up is tucking him safely away into the backwater country so he doesn't? It's a possibility. I mean, you'd have to ask around to see, like, if anyone knew about it. Okay. Uh, because, honestly, someone being a holy advocate in the city and then ending up at a, as mayor 
know, that's kind of an important job, but this is a tiny little place. Mm-hmm. So maybe not as important as one would perceive initially. It definitely sounds like one of those jobs that nobles like to hang on to in their back pocket for tucking away useful but expired servants or people they just found too weird to hang out with. So it does definitely sound to me, to Antonius, rather, and I'm going to share this with Alphonse and the rest of the crew, from what Cantarius has said and the fact that we couldn't find the staff, somebody in the mayor's employ has their hands on Cantarius's staff. And there's definitely more going on with that staff than I realize. Where did you acquire it, Cantarius? Um, well, you see, <laughs> when my son was very young, he, uh, he made me it, actually. I taught him how to craft, and he made me a staff. And then I realized that he was a demon, and uh, that he needed to die. And um, he ended up doing a lot of terrible things. And then later I realized the staff was completely and utterly indestructible. Oh, like father, like son. Wow. That's kind of messed up. Yeah. Yep. I I actually say it. I I need to get more fate. Brawling Cantarius. Brawling roll. I always have the last word. Wait, what are you you saying? (laughs) I say say like father, like son. He does a bunch of horrible things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really can't blame you. Yeah, this no, point, at this point, fate. Cantarius is, like, wallowing in self-judgment. Yeah. Oh, awarded by metagaming. It's, it's, like okay. always, like Wait a minute, so there's actually a meta metagame going on as the GM tries to thwart the metagaming of the players. <laughs> uh, oh, I see now. Mm. So we need to figure out ways to trick the GM into allowing <laughs> yeah. us to metagame. And then we can meta-meta metagame. When, when it's Caleb and I, it's just, it's just layers, layers deep. Said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Jared and I have had Duel of Wits happening, like, forever in RPG. What, it's been eight years of RPG? Uh-huh. Yeah. Honestly, we're Inquisitors, and the mayor's walked up for some reason, and his guards seems willing enough to go along with it, so maybe he's not as universally liked as my initial impression was. Therefore, why don't we go ahead and ransack his estates and see what sort of useful stuff we can find. All right, all right. That's a thing. That's a thing you could do. Being inquisitors, you know, we have some modicum of immunity. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a short break, and then we'll come right back. There are several social skills in the burning wheel, each with their own uses in appropriate situations. We'll briefly list some of them here for your benefit. Unless specified otherwise, the obstacle for a skill is usually the victim's will. 
Begging can elicit a few coins from the victim, one die of cash. It may also be used to replenish tax resources. Advantage dice can be awarded to a convincing beggar. Characters with the conspicuous skill can make themselves noticed above all in a crowd or scene. Etiquette is proper courtly behavior. One cannot make requests of the court without knowing the appropriate social rituals. Obstacles change based on the type of lord or lady you are addressing. Falsehood, obviously, is barefaced lying. Inconspicuous is the ability to go unnoticed in a crowd. Instruction is also a social skill, though we've detailed that previously. Interrogation is the skill of gaining information from unwilling subjects. A successful interrogation means the victim character has given up the information the players are looking for. Intimidation is the communication of threat. Oratory is the ability to rouse the masses with a stirring speech. It teaches how to project the voice and speaking techniques used to get a point across. The obstacle for oratory is the most common will exponent in the crowd. Persuasion is the art of convincing someone to act on your behalf because it is in their own self-interest. This skill often involves an exchange of agreements, something very different from falsehood or oratory. Those two skills tell someone what to do or believe, whereas using persuasion, one carefully crafts a suggestion for the victim to agree with. With luck, they'll think it was their idea in the first place. Seduction involves the extraction of information or the persuasion of action from a subject through the manipulation of sexual desire and intention. This does not necessarily entail actual sex. Don't worry. Suasion is the verbal art of the priest. It is used to enlighten the benighted. This skill allows a priest to convince others to act on his behalf, because it is in the best interest of their immortal souls. It is a persuasion skill for the clergy. Lastly, ugly truth is the singular ability to strip a situation or argument to its bare, naked core. Obstacles are based on the complexity of the truth. That's it from the rulebook. Let's get back to Crow Inquisitors. back the burning wheel i think we cut to um the gate is open but yeah there is a locked door let's have some fun with the skill that i put a lot of emphasis on when you we were creating the yeah. character and haven't gotten to use yet yep yeah you kind of assume that this is like his quarters just from the layout of the, of the building so the mayor's quarters mm-hmm. they sob make it a two i've got this cool awesome. how did i only get a two out of five i mean i got a six though so i guess that's not terrible yeah, you open it, no problem. Like, Alphonse, like, kind of, like, shakes the door, and then he's like, oh, well, it's locked. Um, and then Antonio's like, nope, I got this. And then he just grabs out his little lockpick No tools. door is locked to me. Yeah. <laughs> also, my lockpicking tools swirling through my fingers. Mm-hmm. I got this. No, yeah, okay, so this is actually really interesting. So, from what you guys have seen of Antonius, he's, like, this big man with bolt, the pounds on hammers and stuff like that. You see him handle these lockpicks so delicately. That's funny. I clap him on the back. I'm like, good job, Antonius. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. I have you on the team. So you open up the mayor's quarters. Um, and I mean, right away, it looks like there's a, 
a locked chest that uh, might be of importance. How many locks are on the chest? Three? Just one. Oh. It looks rather complicated, though. I think I might as well try to go and break into that one as well. All right. That's going to be an ob four. Okay. One six. I might as well spend the fate since I have plenty and I figure I'll get a few more. Might as well. Ugh, one success, but not enough. You just feel like there's just this one tiny little, like, one more turn that, like, you need to, but, like, it's just so, you have to finagle with so many things that, like, you just can't quite get it. Yeah. Skeleton key, so I can't actually bend my tools into the right shape. Mm -hmm. Multiple layers of shape that need to be Mm -hmm. created. It's definitely, like, yeah, it's definitely something like that. Worth more torque than I'd be able to put through with a yep. typical tumbler lock. Yep. I would actually need to clone the key or clone the inside of the lock. Mm-hmm. And that would take time. With all combined power. That's the thing you could do. You could all try to like break you open the lock. Powers combined. So whoever has the highest power. The off, yeah. I don't know if we want to necessarily. Do we. How much do we care about the mayor coming back and finding that is this has stuff has been searched through. I mean, uh, I, I certainly don't. Care. At this point, I mean, he's arrested for heresy, so let's rip the lid off the chest. Yeah. So, Antonius, uh, I think my you, power's three. Yeah, Antonius has the highest power, so Five. you just add two. I mod- like how this is going. Add two modifiers to it, Antonius. No one's gonna try anything else to boost it. Can I uh, persuade him well, to do even better? No, 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 they can only help you with one dice anyway. So. Oh, okay. Oh. What's our ob? Make it a four. Awesome. Wow, there's a lot of sixes. Uh, So yeah, you just rip that thing off, man. You just rip it off. Like, you're just like, wait a second. (laughs) And just like rip it off. It was the the pin in the lock. It was a a two-piece thing. The lock pin was a two-piece bracket. You just rip the weld. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, so you rip it open um, and there's some, you know, parchment inside. um, A small journal. Doesn't look like there's anything else besides that, though. I'm going to make a reading test to see if I can locate important information Do within it. Me. Hang on, that was a routine power test, bummer. I'm going to try to see if I can find anything, specifically stuff that I would think of as arcane, anything that might associate with rituals or magic or that sort of thing. What do I do for my ob? Is it graduated? Go ahead and make it ob 5. Ob 5. Yeah. Watch this not work. I mean, yes, you have a read of no. one, so. Uh, yeah, I mean. It's a challenging test, though. Okay, so, so, so need... it's written in this weird, like, law language. Like, so, so, I mean, it's not a different language, but, like, the way he words things is just so alien to you. Like, you're, you're used to, like, simple, like, clear, like, mercantile kind of language. And he's using this, like, really high flutin like, weird language, and you just don't understand what he's saying. Like, you just can't get it. I have a feeling that Alphonse might be better at it. Um, I think I would give him an, an advantage dice because he's a noble. I mean, it's mine's only one, but I'll try. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, can I uh, fork in noble-wise as well? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, what about court gossip-wise? No. This guy's on the court. Mm-mm. No. Does etiquette have anything to do? With no. Mm-mm. Writing? No. Okay. What about bullcrap wise? Because I'm just BSing my way through it. Um, okay, so if your intent is to provide an answer that would satisfy them, but not necessarily an answer that is the true answer, then I would allow you to fork that in. <laughs> but it's up okay. to you. <laughs> okay. 
So you're giving me one because I'm a noble though. So yep. just two modifiers. Yep. Okay. And the uh is the ob still five? Yep. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do any better. Same role. Yeah. Um, mark that challenge your reading test though. Yeah, so you, you don't understand you it either. Six. So maybe Antonio, this is a, kind of maybe how it plays out. Antonius is like, Alphonse, like, you try this. Like it's it's like noble speak. I don't understand it. And Alphonse is like, nope, this isn't noble Every speak. Every ounce of me dripping with disdain is yeah. I think it's noble speak. Yeah, so Alphonse is like, nope, this isn't noble speak. Like this is something that you don't even understand. Like, so it's like holy advocate law practice talking. Like He's using law terms that none of you understand. One time we need to... It- you get the basic idea of what this is? Like, you yeah. you understand that it's a lot of, like, contracts and um, law things, like, the various cases that have happened, some of them in the city, in Lucerta, and some of them in this town, because um, he has done a little holy advocate work while he's been here. Um, and then the journal itself is written in that same kind of language, but it seems to be talking a lot about like the day-to-day happenings of the town and like what his responses to like the various situations that have arisen over the years he's been here, stuff like that. So it's like a personal journal of like his experience here in the town. Any mention of other people in the town? Like, did he think the Abbas was hot or something or nothing we could really puzzle through? Okay. He mentions the Abbas a few times, actually around a year ago, um, given the, the dates in the, in the book, he started like, before in the journal, he had made mention of the abbess just in passing, like various things that would happen. But again, like the nuns weren't really a part of your everyday life. But then um, about a year ago, he started just kind of mentioning her oddly, like just like he'd just be like, um, and the abbess was doing this today when the abbess is like over in the, the nunnery, like by herself. And like it, it doesn't say any mention that he like went there and like saw her doing this stuff, but like it just kind of like mentions her weirdly like that, where like he somehow knew what she was doing, as if he's been keeping tabs on her. Yeah, and then um, around let's see, three months ago, um, he did make mention of the fact that she had started preaching in the town and the square and all that stuff. There was no mention of like heresy. He didn't have a problem with it. And then oh, about a week ago, there's an entry that seems to imply that they met, but doesn't go into specifics they were working together on some project someone should look through the chest looking for hidden compartments or extra drawers or something that might have been so you can make an observation test for the whole room just to see if you find anything that you're missing okay so alphonse can help who else in the party is with us? Cantarius is here. Um, I think I think that uh, Sergio and Delon are probably still talking to the the cultists because I know Delon tells me neither of them would be particularly interested in no, they the wouldn't. Quarters. But but I think what they're doing specifically yeah. probably is like talking to the cultists about their beliefs and stuff like that because they're both interested in that. Mm-hmm. So figure out what exactly it is that makes them cultists. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Cantarius, do you have any? And then help? I don't believe so. We could listen to the floor as we walk around and... I think I have a better one. Scavenging. Uh-huh. I think you could, fork, you could help him with scavenging. Do you want me to roll or... No, you just, you just give him a dice. Antonius, cool. before you roll, right. I, w- I want to have a little man-to-man moment. So I, I, I look to him like, so I, I take it you don't like nobles. And then I get a, I get a sly grin. I'm like, you want to steal some of his stuff? <laughs> <laughs> have we found anything particularly useful in the room? What do you mean by useful? <laughs> Worth a lot of money. 
No, if we just started pawning off of golden statues, I think people would realize, hey, this kind of belongs to the mayor. Mm-hmm. Well, we wouldn't um, do it here. We'd wait till he got back to the, the, a big city. If Connor makes a good scavenging test in the compound, I think he could probably find enough valuable items to give each of you a cash die if you wanted to. If cool. he if uh, succeeded on it. I'm up for it. Hey, cool. So appraisal's looking and knowing the value of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be something, would that be something I could fork into a scavenge role? Definitely, yeah. So that wouldn't help me with this observation role, but it would help mm-hmm. him when he's scavenging. Yep. So I will make the observation role. And what's the ob? Make it a three. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. I think that you find a necklace in between like the mattresses. There's like two mattresses on top of each other. Um, and it's like wedged like all the way in the center of the mattresses like where you would have to like reach really far in to try to grab it but yeah you find this this small necklace with a a little circular pendant on the end of it and there's a border around it like that kind of looks like a dragon like curling around the uh the circle and it's incomplete at the end um and you recognize that that's a common symbol for the great god but the circle part is made of mirror like a reflective metal. Cool. Mm. Alphonse, you want to make a, you able to make a doctrine check and tell me whether this is normal churchy stuff I or if this is not weirdness? What? I don't have doctrine. <laughs> well, I think we ought to, rather than, I think what we ought to do is take this back to Delon and see what he has to say about it. Oh, yeah. I can tell you without a doubt that Delon and Sergio both could tell you exactly what that means. Well, not exactly what okay, that means, good. I guess, but like, tell you that it's important. Well, I'd like to at least look at the... Can I make the roll anyways? <laughs> sure, yeah, you can make a doctrine roll. That's actually a good point. Maybe you could try and see if you could figure it out what it was. What's the... Uh, Unfortunately, this is a pretty obscure thing. Cool. Uh, go ahead and make it a graduated test, actually. So just roll at one, an ob one, and then based on how many successes you get, I'll reveal information to you. So you can re-roll that okay, six well, if you'd like. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll roll that. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I, th- I think, I mean, obviously you recognize the incomplete circle, but I think you don't know the significance of the mirror, or if there is any, but you do recognize the dragon. Dragons in general are uh, the dragon blood's deities. Like, that's the only thing they are. Uh, there aren't, like, animal dragons. Like, that isn't a race, mm-hmm. really. Any dragon is a god. And mm-hmm. so, you recognize that in some, and, and you, like... I think we have like a, a quick flashback to like one of Alphonse's like doctrine lessons as a kid. Um, and he's, he's not paying attention at all. Like just fumbling around. You're probably checking out some, some of the, the priestesses. In China, right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, right. but, but I think you, I think you kind of like, um, one of the, one of the girls kind of like slaps your hands. Like you like get away from me kind of thing. And you kind of like, Oh, you kind of like go like this. And then you just like look up and actually pay attention for a couple of seconds. And uh, you hear, like, the priest who's, who's kind of explaining things to you say, A dragon is usually a symbol of uh, the dragon blood deities, but uh, it has also been commonly used uh, just as a symbolic representation of the devil in some of the ancient Taconi texts. Hmm. Delightful. Didn't uh, they say anything, something about a mirror last time? They did. In the tower? Do, do I remember what they said? Do any of us remember what they okay, said? Okay, so the problem is, Alphonse, you were trying to comfort the abbess. 
Cantarius yeah. was focused on what he heard, and what he heard was Maddie died, and the whole family died, and he left. So I don't think mm. either of you record like I got run over by nuns. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Alphonse, I will let you make a perception test to see if you remember. And I, and I think it'll be a two. Never. Cool. All right. Yeah. You reckon you remember that they were talking about uh, Sergio brought up some like really obscure piece of Tekoni. And so the the idea of one this one God who's like over all the others came from this Tekoni cult. And the Tekoni are Japanese culture people live live on these islands in the bay off the coast of Saron. And so uh, Sergio was talking about how in one of the like the ancient Tekoni texts that that kind of spawned the idea of this great god, there is talk of a like an artifact in the mythology called the Smoking Mirror, and it was the the unknown god uh, as it's called in Tekoni. The great god is called in Tekoni. Looked in that mirror to discover the mysteries of the universe. And it was a mirror, so he was discovering the mystery of the universe by looking inside himself. And the, the mirror also emitted this toxic green smoke that killed anyone but the unknown god who got near it. So it's like this artifact in, in this ancient thing. And, and you remember, uh, just off the top of your head, that there were... Sergio was talking about how like there's some translations, like they weren't quite sure whether or not the green color of the smoke was literal green or like some metaphor for something and then oh my gosh alphonse puts it all together he's like oh the ceremony has to do with the staff because the staff emits green smoke and the mayor is part of it all along and tony sits there and scratches his head and says what does that have to do <laughs> staff emits green smoke how does that incriminate the mayor based because on the one of the staff <laughs> And the, the snaff in the mirror is the green smoke. Eh. Mirror Coincidence? I think not. Okay. First off, you're holding a shiny amulet, so maybe that's what you mean by mirror, but I have no idea where you connected mirror and green smoke. Can you Oh, because that's what it says in the doctrine. I inform him about what Delin and Sergio said, and I'm like, oh, they said that, so it's not me just making crap up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You sure it's not you just making it up and claiming that they said it so that I just... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. The connection between mirror and this amulet thing is kind of tenuous. Can I do an appraisal check to figure out what this thing is? What the pendant is? Well, what's it made of sure. and yeah. maybe where mm-hmm. was it made? And Okay. So yeah, make, it, an make, a gra- make a graduated appraisal. Oh, I like the odds already. Okay. I'm going to fork in materials wise. Because I want to know, you know, knowing what it's made of will help me determine where it might be from. Mm. Craftsman-wise, so I have a general idea of the region, mm-hmm. the general styles, and what era it might be. And I'm also mm-hmm. going to fork in artisan-wise, see if maybe I would recognize a specific touch or a specific flair that might be a master or his students mm-hmm. picking up the mm-hmm. particular style. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then tools-wise, to figure out the specific way it was manufactured, which would also give me clues. Sure, yeah. I only got fi- that's that. I guess that's a fifty percent success rate. You, and because you have I'm three sixes, spend- and because I'm feeling spendy, I got one. Yeah. More. So I got a five out of eight dice rolled. Yeah. So I think you have never seen the kind of metal that is made that like the reflective metal in the center before. It is not a thing that exists anywhere that you've ever seen. You have never seen something like this. 
It is so it does some material that you do not recognize. It is it weird. Smack of any normal alloy. Yeah, or it's weird. Okay. Like it. It's. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you do also see um, like a slight, like some might call it an imperfection, but you kind of recognize it as a, a trademark thing of a popular jeweler in Lucerta, and that's on the dragon piece. Mm-hmm. So, and you know this guy, like this is a a craftsman that you used to talk to. Mm-hmm. Could I do a circles roll to say that he did some of the jewelry embedding and the more artistic ornate stuff I worked with? You can just say that. You don't have to roll circles. You're fine. Yeah. Sweet. So this guy and I collaborated on a uh-huh. couple of things yep. for important nobility people. Mm-hmm. The rest of the metal is just normal. It's like uh, silver on the outside. Um, so very burnt, very polished silver. Yep. And yeah, other than that, I mean, the chain is normal. There's nothing odd about that. It's the mirror that is just boggles your mind. Okay, cool. So Never. I think it reminds you of Cantarius's staff, but in a in a, in a weird sort of ethereal, uh, yeah, ethereal, yeah, beyond my comprehension. Maybe it's maybe I just have such big ego about my understanding of stuff that this is this is again something. It obviously must be magical. <laughs> Exactly. I don't feel like you want to try burning so, it. Uh, no. <laughs> we still don't really have a good clue as to what this means. Your theory with the green smoke and mirror maybe kind of makes sense looking at it. I mean, it's, it's obviously not normal. But I don't want to induce more green smoke from this mirror piece if that's the case. Oh, don't worry. That was, that was a joke. I, don't, I, I, I do not want you to burn it. <laughs> good. Because but at the very least, it's worth a good chunk of cash. And if you find the right researcher to buy it, this will be worth 80 times as much as yes. trying to sell it to a noble. No offense, but you guys have no idea how to appraise. Literally, though, they don't. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I think it's too much of a coincidence that the mayor we arrested for heresy has a heretical item that just happens to refer to green smoke and demons and his staff amidst green smoke and was apparently created by a demon and he also they really wants part the of the same secret society then yeah right that are trying to take over the world uh, i i don't know about that but they obviously <laughs> want to uh, use the staff to make green smoke and there's a ceremony tonight so we should probably get the let out after we steal all the, the valuable stuff okay I don't necessarily believe Alphonse okay. at this point. Um, my comment on secret societies was completely right. just like, yeah, oh, yeah. and you believe in aliens too, uh-huh. don't you? Okay, so so I think this is the point where a hawk swoops in through the open window, not in the chambers, just, obviously. Speed te- test to avoid whatever no, it's no, trying no. to do. They're, they're not like... <laughs> <laughs> okay so so like a hawk like swoops in so that you're, you, you kind of like just see this from your peripheral like outside in the hallway like from where you came from like you're in the mayor's quarters right now the hawk kind of like swoops in lands on the floor like kind of like looks around sees you all and then flaps its wings and comes right towards um antonius wants to get out of the way all right that's good can i fork in materials wise to know what the hawk is made out of <laughs> no <laughs> can i seduce the hawk <laughs> oh my god. What's the um uh, uh it's gonna be a post. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be a post. Yeah. Okay. 
I think it's a great idea, Jude. 4v4. Mm-hmm. Um, we both have 1-6. The hawk doesn't have a fate point, though, so... Or I guess it's a falcon, But I'm defending, so I win anyway, right? Yes, that's true. Yep. Uh, you, you dodge out of the way, and the falcon, like, lands on the bed, like, picks at the blanket for a second, and the kind of, like, ah! screeches and looks at you again, flaps its wings. You notice that the, the falcon is looking right at the pendant you're holding in your hand. Um, it's a falcon, so sharp talons and sharp beak, and mm-hmm. it's out to the thing it's I'm holding in my hand. I'm not sure. I'm going to close my hand around the uh, object so I can't see it, and uh, does it look trained? Oh yeah, definitely. Based on my prior observation, it definitely looks like it's a trained bird. Mm-hmm. String dangling from its ankle or something to, you know, for the... Yeah, like, there's like a leather strap on its, on its ankle. Like a small leather strap. Okay. Did we see falconry stuff like this mayor was into falconry? Or is this sort of a... I think there was like some sort of like post or something where like a falcon could land. There's some sort of like falconry like roost, like, but it's a very small one. And you, you recognize now that like it was kind of a common thing in the town. Um, not like everyone, but like anyone who was like pretty important usually had like a roost. And 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 you know, falconry is a is a pretty common sport and a way of getting messages around in Saran. So this is probably a messenger of some sort that I would recognize from just being Serrano. Mm-hmm. Does it have a message tied to it at all? Mm-mm. So it does seem to be after the thing I'm holding then. I'm thinking that I'm going to... I don't want to get close to it. Hey, Alphonse, do you throw a blanket over the thing? <laughs> I think I don't like the way it's eyeing the <laughs> thing I've got in my hand. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I try, I try to, like, wrap it in the blanket. All right, agility. What's the... Uh, uh, it's going to be against its agility. What's its agility? <laughs> Five. Get it's three. Yeah. No, no, no. It, yeah, it's against the three. Crap. And you failed. You have a 1-6, though. I mean, well, the tie goes to the defender anyway. You'd need to roll a 6 with that one, and then... Crap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I think it just flies out the window at that point. Follow it. Do you want to make an observation test to see where it's going? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I'm assuming I'm forking in at least one. Cantarius, can you listen for this bird? That is a very strange request, but I can do that. Base obstacle to, to get an idea of where it's going. An idea of where it's going, three. I'm liking these odds. But then, I've never been to Vegas. Yeah, so you see that it's going, it's going east. Straight across town, but after that you lose sight of it, you don't know where it is. Interesting. So you want to ransack the mayor's house? Yes. For, for loot? I don't know that we'd want to do the entire mansion. Connor's intent with the scavenger roll is probably something along the lines of find all the valuables in a timely manner. So if he fails, it takes longer than you want it to. Or, okay. you know... Or, but the, the, yeah, that'd be up to him if he fails, right? Whether it takes longer... Or it's up to me. It's up to me, really. Well, to- but I think I'm okay. going to say... Uh, I'm gonna, I, I can specify like what the consequence for failure would be beforehand. And I think the consequence of failure in this case is it's going to take a while if you fail. I mean, and leave before it took too long. Okay, so then, then you just leave, and then you wouldn't get the cash days. Okay. So, Connor, you want to go ahead and make a scavenging roll for us? Yeah. You should, you should add, my, add my observation. And Antonius is adding his appraisal. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, you're wounded, I forgot. 
Wow. Okay. You have a you six, six. All right, here we go. Nice. Yay. Awesome. Cash okay. dice for all of you. How much? One dice. So one D. You can use that to um, you can use it to give your dice on something that would let like if you want to bribe someone. Um, it could also be spent to make a resource test to buy something. I'm going to buy a little hat for Tiddlywinks. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I think with that, we'll probably just end it. So I think like we end with like a montage with like you guys are just like dumping everything out and like grabbing corns. You're like, yes. So yeah, you find valuables enough to for, for three dice of cash. So perfect. So let's go ahead and hand out some fate. So, Alphonse. I'm just as good at Ellen, and I'll prove it by using my skills to outshine him. I think I succeeded. Did you? Yeah. How? How did you outshine him? By failing to interrogate all of the cultists? No, no. At the, at the beginning, yeah. when, he, uh, when he tried to do his uh, suasion roll or whatever, and I just butted in front of him, and I was just like, yeah, jazz hands. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm willing to give that to you as long as you change the belief. Uh, I'm going to, Okay. Yeah. Yep, that's fine then. My harem is my new belief. <laughs> I want to end the papacy, so I'll find some way to gain advantage using the heretics. I attempted yeah, to you, do that. Yeah, you can get fate for it. I'm going to reevaluate myself, and I'll start by doing something good. I did the uh, the thing with Theo. Great. Persona, then. Oh, okay. I always entertain myself. Didn't do that. Nah. I always have alcohol. You've never had alcohol. alcohol in this entire thing. You might want to rewrite that. I, I can just rewrite instincts whenever. Yep. Same with police. Oh. Okay. It's just traits. It's just traits. I did that with Connor, but he didn't, didn't really get you any trouble. Uh, yeah. yeah. Rabble Rouser, no. Drunk, no. Arc of Privilege, no. None of that. Yeah, not really. Wow, I only got one fate. I feel like you guys now. Jesus. But you got two personas, so. Yeah. <laughs> For the two I used. <laughs> I need to think of two, two new uh, beliefs. I mean, yeah. you can... Say, I want to reevaluate myself. My next step is to do blank. Oh, I still have. You the, can still uh, have the first part. Yep. Okay. Okay. I want to reevaluate myself, and next I'll defeat the heretics. Okay. Need, uh... Well, this is the thing. You've already defeated the heretics. Stop the ceremony, then. Yeah. Next, I'll stop. I mean, the we ceremony. didn't defeat all. I, I meant like all of them. You can do either one. Defeat the heretics slash stop the ceremony. So then I'll get two persona. No. How about I want to re reevaluate myself and next I'll finish defeating the heretics. But yeah, either way it works. Okay. I need one more. Oh, you can make a belief about becoming a follower of Nirani. Uh, I want to use the gods and I'll start by getting to know Nirani. What are the conditions where that will be completed? Uh, once you tr- Okay, gaining Nirani's trust. 
Is that? Yeah. Yep. That's much okay. better. I want to use the gods and I'll start by getting Narani's trust. How do you spell Narani? N-E-R-A-N-I. Instincts. So what has been something that has been Alphonse's like knee-jerk reaction to something? <laughs> Always outshine Delon. Always try to outshine Delon. That's a good instinct. There we go. Then that won't have to be a, a belief. Yep. Uh, Cantarius, what do you got there? Probably not too much. I was literally unconscious for almost the entire game. <laughs> um, well, oh, I definitely got stuff for the first one. I was spared for a reason. I'll administer my own justice yep. even to myself. Take Persona for that. Persona? Cool. Yep. You should also rewrite that, though, because you have administered justice to yourself at this point. Oh, okay. Sorry to rewrite that. If you, I mean, you can say I was spared for a reason. I will administer my own justice. But I would rewrite like what the specifics of that is going to mean for like the next thing that's okay. going to happen. So. All right. So then the staff is the key to figuring out what happened to my son. If I break it, maybe the boundaries of my son's soul can be broken as well. Can I get faith for that just because the entire story is now around my staff? Because you made me th- made it emit smoke for throwing it into Do a Do you fire want to rewrite the belief? The staff is the key to figuring out what happened to my son. I will find a way to find get it, it back. Okay. Because you don't have it anymore. So you can't break it. So, so but you can take faith for that. Yeah. All right. I'll always do what's right, no matter what anyone thinks. I'll make sure that there's no needless death. You tried, so take fate with the doctor stuff. That's true. If there's a confrontation, I'll make sure the leader decides what to do. Did it really get you into trouble? There wasn't There wasn't a leader for anything I was involved in, so mm-hmm. I'm I mean, always inventing something <laughs> and never harm a child. Yeah, none of that got you into trouble, so. All right, so two fate, one persona. Cool. Uh, Antonius? So, beliefs. I want to get my life back, so I will do something to further the mission. In this case, I'd like to put in there learn more about the mayor. Sure. And Does then you work? can get Persona for it. Yep. Oh, cool. So maybe then I would say that my next goal then is to be to catch the remaining heretics. Mm-hmm. I blame Cantarius for Maddie's death and want him to be punished. Therefore, I will find an excuse to get him into trouble. I didn't really this time. Mm-mm, no. I mean, there wasn't much kind opportunity. Of, he just There wasn't much of an opportunity to have a big dramatic confrontation about uh-huh. it either. That's true. I don't want to be a horrible person, therefore I will rein in the bloodthirsty impulses of the other members of the party. People weren't pretty bloodthirsty this time, so... Yeah, if they had asked for some kind of rack for out of the Lexmas shop, Mm -hmm. I may have had something to say about Mm -hmm. that, but then, I don't know. Instincts, if I see something broken, I must fix it. You don't know that I necessarily did that this time. No, not really. I always believe I'm right. And I always have a knife on me. Don't know if either one of those got me into trouble this time. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily see anything on here that would have gotten me into trouble. Since August died, he's no longer in my circles. Yeah, he's no, no longer in your circles. He's in the great nice. circle in the sky. <laughs> you mean the incomplete circle? The great in the incomplete circle in the sky, yeah. Because it's waiting for all of us to come join it. Mm-hmm. And then we will complete, complete. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool well that's uh episode seven that was fun thank you guys very much for watching thank you all three of you and the other people who are here for playing can't wait for next week it's gonna be a great time all right yeah. adios that was episode seven of crow inquisitors look out for bonus content during the week as well such as original fiction music and other extras to tide you over until we return to the campaign proper i hope you enjoyed the story so far thanks for listening and we'll see you next time for another episode Thank <laughs> you.